Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You can text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 134 in Edmonton. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan, not your small town dealership with a new state-of-the-art facility. It's huge. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. Our River Creek Resort Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Escott, and guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood, cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown North Side, and in Sherwood Park. Pleased to uh, welcome back to the show from the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, Natalie Minkler for our Shirts Off Our Backs event, which will take place tonight at Rogers Place. It is brought to you in part by Rogers. At Absolutely. Rogers Place, and Rogers brings us our Rogers game night show, pregame show, and our Rogers postgame show. Boy, Rogers is involved a lot in this building, and the games are broadcast. Guess what? On uh, Sportsnet and Rogers, so it's all good. All right, so tell us about tonight's event, uh, Natalie. Uh, how does this? Because it's a wonderful opportunity for uh, the fans to participate in something that uh, supports charity, but also gives them a real great chance to win as well. That's right. Uh, and thanks for having me on your sure. show. Uh, so we've been doing Shirts Off Our Back, presented by Rogers, for many, many, many years. This dates back to when Kevin Lowe was a player. All the money that we raised tonight is going to the Christmas Bureau of Edmonton. So uh, Kevin Lowe and the Oilers' wives and girlfriends are honorary chairs of the Christmas Bureau of Edmonton. So when fans come to the game tonight, they can purchase raffle tickets, which will be sold by the wives and girlfriends on the concourse for their chance to win an autographed jersey uh, at the end of the game. So we're going to draw lucky numbers throughout the night at the game, and uh, when you see your lucky number drawn. Um, Is this every player? Every single player, uh, even our injured guys, uh, will be giving away a jersey, and uh, they'll be presented by the players after the game. They'll come autograph your jersey, take a nice photo. So uh, it's it's a wonderful uh, opportunity for fans to win an autographed jersey. At the same time, it's really supporting a really important cause in our community, which is the Christmas Bureau of Edmonton. Excuse me. So it's a real, I mean... You know, you buy a couple tickets, you can buy one and win, you can buy 15 and not win. That's kind of how it works, right? Luck of the draw. Luck, Luck of the, the draw. draw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, the the uh, it's it's interesting because there's different players, like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, as an example, uh, was nominated and uh, was the Edmonton uh, nominee last year for 
uh, his contribution in terms of what he does from a charitable component. But this is this is something really that Glenn Sather way back when pushed all of his guys, and Kevin Lowe was obviously with the Christmas Bureau, and Glenn Anderson was with the Cross Cancer, and still is with the Cross mm-hmm. Cancer Institute. So is Kevin with the Christmas Bureau since their playing days, which, you know, in the case of Kevin, he hasn't played as an owner since 97, 98. Uh, Glenn Anderson hasn't been in order since 94, 95, and they're still involved with all these community initiatives. It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? It really is. And, you know, um, you see these young players out and about getting involved in community endeavors. Uh, Kevin Lowe is such a shining example of his his commitment to the Christmas Bureau of Edmonton. And, you know, uh, the Christmas Bureau, they're, they're looking at helping 60,000 people this year alone. The need is huge. And, you know, it's about neighbors helping neighbors, families helping families. And, uh, you know, we, we have a, we feel a sense of responsibility to, to help those that we, that we can. So when fans come to our building and purchase a raffle ticket, you know, it's, it's their support that really helps to make us successful. And, uh, I should also mention that, uh, the Christmas Bureau is also selling 50, 50 tickets tonight. So it's a big night for them. They're hoping to raise lots of money right. uh, and so we're hoping that our fans are going to get behind our activities and, and help support a great cause. Uh, so are the you know the various different uh, wives, girlfriends, that sort of thing, are they all in different spots around the building? Is that how it kind of works? That's right. We've got five different sales locations throughout uh, the building, throughout Rogers Place here tonight. And wives and girlfriends will be wearing their uh, respective husband, boyfriend's jersey. So you can meet them, say hi, and uh, they'll be out there in full force selling the raffle tickets. And this is something they really enjoy getting involved with as well, isn't it? They really do. Um, you know, we've got lots of new girls on our team, and uh, uh, they really, really appreciate the fact that there's an uh, opportunity to get involved in the community. We have lots of different things that we get them involved with, uh, with our Hockey Fights Cancer, Kids with Cancer Society, Women's Shelters, uh, Christmas Bureau, Mental Health. So uh, lots of different opportunities uh, for them to, to get involved. And if people are looking for more information on the various uh, initiatives that you're involved with from a charitable perspective, they go to edmontonorders.com and look up the EOCF. Is that yes, right? the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, right. Natalie, thank you for your time. Just keep your headset on for a second. Uh, we'll have you come in the next time we do something like this, but much appreciated. Uh, it is the NHL debut for Caleb Jones. He is the younger brother of Seth Jones, who is unequivocally a top 30 defenseman in the NHL right now for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Caleb spent a couple seasons with the Portland Winterhawks. Uh, 12 points in 21 games this year. He's a plus player for Jay Woodcroft. He's played mostly on the right side. And Caleb Jones had this to say on getting the call up today. You know, I, I thought I was playing well down there, so I'm not, you know, they, they kind of told me I deserved it. So um, maybe a little sooner than I expected. You, know, you never really can expect something like this, but um, I feel ready to play at this level, and I, I feel ready to go tonight. All right. Uh, yes, Caleb Jones uh, from the Edmonton Oilers and uh, added some additional thoughts on his ability to be playing on the right side. Yeah, I, I played right side last year in Bakersfield, and then I started the year. I've been playing there all uh, all year, and you know I'm playing right side tonight, so I'm very comfortable on that side. And I think being able to play both sides definitely is an advantage. And uh, Caleb Jones added some additional comments on his game being NHL ready. 
Um, you know, I, mean, I feel like my game's in a really good place. I think I know what my strengths are, and that's, uh, I think my skating ability is my, my biggest strength. And I think when my feet are moving, um, the rest of my game falls into place. That is uh, the Edmonton Oilers' Caleb Jones. He'll make his NHL debut tonight. The Oilers and the Philadelphia Flyers again taking a look at the two teams. Mikko Koskinen will start and goal at Rogers Place. 6-0, and a 0.91 goals against average, and a 9.70 save percentage. Oh, by the way, with three shutouts. That's right, three shutouts. Not bad. Um for the Oilers netminder. Defensively, Darnell Nurse will be with Adam Larson. Kevin Gravel will play with Caleb Jones, and Jason Garrison will be with uh, Matthew Benning. Up front, Connor McDavid, two goals, 7.6 career games against the Flyers, plus four with Alex Chason, who tied his career high last night with his 13th goal of the year. Leon Dreisaitl, also seven points in six games against the Flyers. Um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has got great numbers against Philly. Eight goals, 11 points in nine career games against Philadelphia. He'll be with Jujar Cameron, Yessa Pugliarvi, Kyle Brodziak with Milan, Lucic and Zach Cassian, Ryan Spooner with Drake Kajula and Tobias Reader. Flyers will start Anthony uh, Stallers in goal. 14 career NHL appearances, a 907 save percentage. Alex Lyon is the backup. He played at Yale, and yes, the Oilers were in on him a number of years ago when he came out of school. Uh, he's had 12 NHL appearances with an 893 save percentage. Elliott and Neuvert are not available for the Flyers. Uh, Michael Neuvert had to fly home uh, to attend uh, the birth of uh, a child. Um, Chuck Fletcher, by the way, is the new general manager of Philadelphia, and the uh, just added Brent Flair, who is uh, the right-hand man for Fletcher in Minnesota. I bumped into both of them this morning, and uh, Brent's always a very engaging fellow. Claude Giroux, who we'll hear from later on today's show, 11 goals, 38 points, and 29 career games against Edmonton. Royal Pizza. Pizza pasta is so much more Edmonton-owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. This is Oilers Now. It's 142 Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. In Edmonton, when we come back, we'll hook up with Kurt Hill. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. This is Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Thanks, Connor. It's 145 in Edmonton tonight at Rogers Place. The Edmonton Oilers and the Philadelphia Flyers is second of a back-to-back. The team will then fly to Vancouver tomorrow. By the way, so uh, the Flyers will fly to Vancouver tonight. Uh, they play the Canucks tomorrow. Edmonton is in Vancouver Sunday. So the Canucks with back-to-back home games against Philadelphia and Edmonton. Edmonton the second of a back-to-back, obviously, tonight after losing last night 5-4 in OT in Winnipeg. So tonight, Rogers Place has Oilers action. The next two nights, the Edmonton Oil Kings are in action against the Calgary Hitmen and the Kootenai Ice. And yesterday, the Oil Kings made a trade, added some depth in their top nine to talk about the current plight of the Oil Kings, their general manager, Kurt Hill. Kurt, how are you? Doing good, Bob. How are you doing? Uh, not bad. A little cold up in the press box, to be honest with you. It's about uh, 12 or 13 degrees in the building right now. So, it's got to be warmer uh, than Winnipeg, though. 
Uh, you know, that's the general perception. Uh, yeah, Edmonton was definitely warmer than Winnipeg, but Jack Michaels and myself would never know because, as you know, in Winnipeg, uh, you can link the entire city underground. Uh, they've got a series of walkways yeah. and oh, yeah. that sort of thing. So uh, from the hotel, which, of course, I will not name, but from our hotel in Winnipeg, it's about a 22-minute walk to the building. And it's all heated and enclosed and everything, so it's pretty cool. Uh, spoil you there. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, tell me this. Uh, interesting move. Was it yesterday or the, the day before where you went and picked up, jeez, uh, I was going to say uh, Austin uh, Fighton, uh, but it was not Austin. I believe it's his younger brother. Is that Andrew Fighton that you got in the deal from the Swift Current Broncos? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, how long did it take you to put the deal together? Because I knew his name was out there for a while. Yeah, you know, it took a little bit of time. I think, uh, you know, with where they're at as a, a group in Swift, they are trying to obviously going through a bit of a rebuild. And he was a big piece of uh, what they had going there with a lot of young players. And he was a guy that uh, was a leader on that team and a voice for, I mean, almost half their team being new players to the league. So I think that was one of the biggest things for them. It was uh, keeping up for as long as they could. But at the same time, uh, you know, there, this, this opportunity was there for him, a player that's uh, kind of in his his last half of a year of junior hockey, getting an opportunity to come closer to home and uh, take another run at things is uh, exciting for him. All right, so uh, what type of player is he, and how will he fit your team? You know what, he's a two a 200-foot player. He's, he works extremely hard, and uh, the experience of what he has is what he really brings. And winning a championship last year, uh, having been in the league, this is his fourth year in the league, It's uh, you know some of that stuff's invaluable. In our group here, It's uh, we don't have a lot of guys here that have won championships, and there's been some losing seasons. And I think uh, you know he can bring a little bit of that calmness and understanding of what it takes to win some tight games here down the stretch. And uh, I think he's going to be a guy that can bring a lot uh, to the table in our dressing room and uh, you know the face-offs for one thing we struggled at at different points in the season defensive zone draws and he's up in the top 20 and face-offs in the league and a big strong 20 year old that can play the middle is uh, intriguing for our group and I think he's gonna um, assist us there hmm. so I'm just trying to think uh that kind of changes the dynamic of who you have down the middle you're gonna end up moving somebody to the wing that was playing center you know, I think uh, the the coaching staff will obviously do some tinkering. I think that'll probably be the, the plan at some point. Or, you know, he might be a guy that maybe five on five doesn't play the middle all the time, but uh, takes more of a, a center role on the penalty kill and important defensive zone faceoffs. So I think that's something that the coaching staff is, is going to tinker with a little bit here as we go through. But uh, I think this weekend we'll probably see him in the middle. We just have uh, we have players gone and uh, we have some injuries. So um, we got seven regulars out. For the weekend, so it'll be a uh, got some young kids. We're gonna have a young lineup, but exciting times for them. Well, you mentioned you got uh, seven kids out. You've got the Calgary Hitman and the Kootenai Ice, uh, who are behind you in the standings. Uh, Calgary's making a little bit of a surge here. Kootenai has had a they got a lot going on uh, on and off the ice, uh, which is kind of not making it easy. Actually, I got to be honest with you. I'm surprised as how high Peyton Krebs has been ranked by some of the uh, scouting guides, Kurt, uh, just because of the. <laughs> There's some pretty ugly numbers there. Um, but when you play teams that are behind you in the standings and you have back-to-back home games and you want to make the playoffs with your group and you're third currently in the Central Division with a record of 16-12, 4-2, you got to take care of business, don't you? 
No, you do, and it's uh, you know last week we had two home games and the, the guys responded. We had kind of been having a, we're through a little bit of a tough funk there, and we had Regina and Canvas teams that were behind us in the standings, and we found a way to win those two games. And you know we went on the road, and I thought we played really good. Saskatoon we just kind of slipped up for five minutes in the third and found three in the back of our net. And in PA, I mean, we have a lead four three with. Uh, Ten minutes left in the game to a pretty solid team and one of the best in the, the best in the country right now and end up losing that one in overtime. Give our guys full credit, scoring six seconds left to come back, but uh, getting a point in that building was big. So, like the way we played on the road, we thought we did a lot of good things in two real tough rinks. But as you mentioned, this is an important weekend for our group, and uh, uh, we do have to find a way to get some points this weekend. Now, is Todd Scott is back from injury. Is that right? Yeah, he's played four games now. And how's he, I mean, I think he's, his goals against average, I believe, is north of four. How's he performed? Well, this weekend, I mean, he had a couple tough games. He let in each night that we played. Uh, before that, he had a hard goal against, against Regina. And before that, he was in Calgary in an overtime loss. Okay. So, I mean, he's still finding it a little bit. I think it's unfair for us to really evaluate him, I think. He's come back. He missed the full first half of the season as a goaltender. We know how difficult that is being coming back from an ankle injury. It's, I, I think yep. he needs some time still here to find himself a little bit. And, you know, he let in a lot of goals, but at the same time, he stopped four breakaways in PA for us too. And their guys stopped a lot of great A scoring chances. It was a pretty wide open game. So I think it's a lot of the, the little things, the long out point shots with traffic. And it seems like those are the, the types of shots that have, he struggled with. And I think that's just finding that a little bit. But when it's been a great A and tight, he's been there. So it's uh, kind of his evaluation. So well, Dylan Miskey has got a record of 12-7-1, a goals against average of three oh five, and a save percentage of nine hundred. So, I mean, you're obviously looking for some stops. You mentioned you got seven guys out of the lineup. Uh, you've, you've lost uh, Jackson Alexander for the year. Uh, Will Warm still out on defense on the uh, right side? Yeah, Will's still out. He's actually uh, he's he's skating with the guys now, so he's uh, he's uh, due back from injury after the Christmas break at some point, probably in, probably in the new year, early and, new year. And the two Belarusians, uh, Pavlenko and Alistrov, uh, currently playing overseas. Yeah, they're overseas. They're uh, they're going to wrap up their uh, tournament there today. So uh, and then they'll be back after the Christmas break as well. Any uh, so okay. So I got Warm Alexander. I got Alistrov and Pavlenko. Uh, you got three other bodies out. So you banged up the back end up front. Uh, how's that looking? Yeah, we got a couple other bodies up front uh, banged up. It was a pretty two pretty physical games in Saskatoon and uh, PA there. So we got a couple other bodies up front that. Uh, not, nothing long term. Just probably out for the weekend and take a little bit of extra time over the holidays here to get some, get back and ready for the second half. And then uh, we have a player that uh, is going back to write some uh, university exams, so he's going to be uh, out just for Saturday's game. Who's that? Uh, Zach Russell. Zach Russell was in at the University of Victoria first half of the season, so he decided to uh, come back and give Junior another two shots. So he's been doing a full course load here primarily the whole first half so he's got to go back and I think he's got three exams here in the next two days. Uh, we've talked a lot about Trey fix Wolanski and he's had a wonderful year for you Kurt uh, you know 64 points in 34 games plus 19. I, I gotta ask you about Brett Kemp because he is draft eligible uh, he's gone through the draft once he is a right shot uh my, you know, I mean, Jesus, every kid seems kind of a little bit slender at that age, but, you know, six-feet kid, 165 pounds in that range, 20 goals this year in 34 games. Is this a guy that somebody might look at later on in the draft? Right shot center? Uh, you know, what do you think? Oh, I don't think he can be ignored. He went to, I mean, he's gone to Vegas' camp twice. 
he's uh, there's been interest in him. You know, talking NHL teams and that. It's uh, he's got a he, he's got a great nose around the net. When he gets into about five feet around the net, he can he can really put some pucks away. And you know, it's with him. It's he's learning like center. He hasn't always played center, so he's kind of still. This year he primarily has, and he's still adjusting to that. And yep. it's just a little bit, a little bit of it is strength. And uh, the biggest thing is just consistency. He gets on some real rolls sometimes, and then can kind of go into the odd three or four games where he just doesn't seem to produce offensively. Not that he's playing well, but I think for a guy like that, he's got to, uh, he's going to have to contribute uh, consistently. And uh, he's done, you know, 20 goals is nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. First half of the season, had a great half of the season. It's just I think that is the biggest thing is just a little bit more consistency. And I think he's He'll for sure be called. Well, one guy, that, one guy that's going to get called the top 20 or so is Matthew Robertson. Five goals, 19 points. He's plus 10 in 28 games. He's a six foot three left shot D that can skate. This guy, uh, this guy's got a chance to be a pretty good player, doesn't he? Oh, he does, and he's his game is. You know, I think early on he's putting a little bit of pressure on himself. When it's, it's tough when you're that age and you got, you know, five NHL scouts waiting to talk to you after every game. It's a little bit intimidating, but I think that's something that he's kind of wrapped his head around now as the season has gone on. And, uh, you know, he's he's just gotten better as, as the year has gone on. He's we've been so banged up on the back end too that he's taken, you know, he's he's played the bulk of our minutes, you know, a lot of those games. So for him, um, he's just been getting better, as I mentioned, and uh, exciting time for him getting to go to the top prospects game in January. Absolutely, Kurt. As always, thank you for your time. We'll touch base next week. Okay. Okay, thanks, Bob. Bet. That's Edmonton Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill again uh, Saturday against Calgary here at Rogers Place. Sunday against Kootenay. Uh, Steve Hamilton back. Uh, he was the head coach of the Oil Kings last year. He's the head coach of the Calgary Hitmen now. And uh, the uh, Kootenai Ice, Peyton Krebs, a lot of people see as a top 20 pick. He was number one overall pick in the WHL Bantam Draft a couple of years ago. Let's go to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. This Christmas, give the gift of travel. A New West travel gift certificate is a great gift. Call New West or go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Brendan Escott, what do you got? This day in 1983, Bob, coming off an 8-4 loss to the Islanders the night before, Wayne Gretzky has three goals and two assists as the Oilers thump the Rangers 9-4. That moved the Oilers' record to 22-7-3 on the year. Yeah, absolutely. This day in Oilers history brought to you by that, that Wayne guy from the Edmonton operation was pretty good. I remember that game against the Rangers. The Oilers scored empty. Believe it or not, it was like 7-4, and the Rangers pulled the goalie. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New S Travel. Remind you to give the gift to travel this Christmas. Make your dollars travel further. Reach out to newstravel.com. All right. I'll be back at 5.30 from Studio 99 with the one and only, oh, yeah, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, the Oilers Radio Network. Game tonight at 7. Uh, we'll have the game Sunday against the Vancouver Canucks as well. John Shannon will join us on Monday's edition of Oilers Now. So long, everybody. From Oilers Now, have a terrific weekend. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.